Look, I've been like playing with, you know, law of attraction and manifestation for like a long time now and listening to like Esther Hicks and all of that stuff. Whoa, 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 whoa. How do you, how do you play with the law of attraction? What does that mean? I think play is like the key word. Uh, hey, so welcome to another candid conversation. My name is Cristiano Ken, and I'm having a conversation with Athena today. And some of the history behind this conversation is in regards to these what may soon become weekly exchanges with an international and engaged um, audience about present moment happenings on both the social, um, political, financial, uh, spiritual, energetical level, like all considerations, even dimensions, uh, which we'll get into as well in this conversation. And so um, this past, conversation, Athena chimed in, and because of the time zone differences, uh, there was so much still to be discussed. And in consideration of that, if we isolate the conversation between her and I, there's a lot more that can come out for consideration um, to build upon. So I'm going to turn this over to Athena to start just with consideration of where we left off or what we're gonna build from and we'll take it from there. So, hey you. Hey, (laughs) so nice to connect face to face or screen to screen. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, we had such a nice chat the other day in a larger forum and it just got me thinking about the concept of meditation and what it brings people and why they do it and the benefits um and so we had it was such a great question that you asked um like what does I think the question was what does meditation look like to you or what yeah. does meditation do for you it was in the frame of and what is met your meditation because is so often considered to be like this state of silence, sitting in a stance, breathing a certain way. And it's it could actually be anything and even things you've yet to consider. So it was good to have people ponder because um, I also referenced this movie called Soul that shows people when they get into their flow and where they go in any facet of your existence, when you find your passion and vibrate in that, that is your flow and that is a meditative state of existence within whatever realm. So, yeah, so I'm listening to you. Yeah, so it was, you know, like I took that call when it was something like six in the morning, I think. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I was quite fresh, but that's often like a beautiful state to be because you still have that like remnants of alpha brainwave, which is beautiful. so I guess I should just give like a quick prelude that I'm a hypnotherapist. So that allows me to really explore the subconscious and, and that state between awake and asleep, which 
a lot of people would classify as meditation. Um, so let, that's me give you, let me give you something of consideration is that just based on divine timing of events today, there is someone here right now that would be interested in speaking to you based on an active life experience that they're going through. And I just randomly mentioned who and what I would be discussing with you. And they were like, well, that, that would be amazing. So if you're open to it, this could also be a short, whatever it becomes of just what's possible. So yeah, that's something as we continue. Yeah. It just, just happened. I'm just like, wait, what? So. Well, we're in such a fascinating time because people have been forced like to go inwards. And that's because they're like in their home, they're locked down, whatever that looks like for you. That's um like I mean people also pay like thousands of dollars to be in silence meditation retreats and do exactly that. So <laughs> it's quite ironic really. Um maybe I've even done that too, you know. <laughs> Voluntarily. So um what the question like first brought up in me, and this is like really what I think meditation is, it's it's getting to know you. And, and the superpower that lies in that. Um, because once you know yourself, you know your strengths, you know your weaknesses. And, and at the end of the day, you kind of start realizing, actually, I can become anything that I set my mind on. Um, so that's the beautiful power of meditation because you, um, yeah, you just get into who you are. And as a default process, you start to uncover where those blockages are, your mental patternings. And if you're aware enough and you have enough like support or maybe, I mean, some people are better than others. And what's been coming into my um, awareness in the last few days, like even last night, it was so fascinating. A colleague was, um, got in touch in the US and I'm in Australia. Anyway, she was saying, I've done 10 days of silence retreat, right? Meditation, hardcore meditation. And this colleague was saying someone who does that style of meditation called Vipassana had come and said, I don't think it's compatible with hypnotherapy. And I was like, are you kidding? <laughs> Vipassana is like, Go and sit by yourself, discover all your pains and your traumas and deal with them yourself, right? Mm -hmm. um, and that's where I think a lot of people struggle. Like I hear so many people where I can't meditate and what they don't realise is that there's stuff coming up that's really painful and that is uncomfortable, super uncomfortable to deal with. Um, and then it was so funny because, like, in a similar dialogue, I had someone go, oh, there's this quite a famous book called um, What It Keeps the Score by someone called Bessel van der Kolk. And they were saying... What's the, wait, what's the name of the book again? The Body Keeps the Score. It's quite The Body Keeps the Score. Okay, cool. Yeah, amongst therapists and stuff like that. And it's about how you have this, like, body-mind connection, like how we store trauma within our physical body, um, which is so obvious. I mean, Chinese medicine, anyone who's done acupuncture, you know you store, like, blockages of energy. 
So why do you go to the acupuncturist? To unblock that energy, yeah? Um, and then your body gets all messed up if you've got blockages, right? So it's, it's very clear, like, we're, you know, like mainstream science is Are you familiar cool. with um, lymphatic um, physiotherapy? Lymphatic um, is, is a release, lymphatic release. Oh, okay. That's another point of pressure and buildup of chemicals that were impressed. It just is it's acupuncture on a different level of pressure points. So, yeah. yeah. I've done something probably that's quite similar in Denmark. They've got this modality called Manu Vision, which is like about your hands and like mm. having vision in your hands. And um, I was actually looking at studying it for a short while because it's like you have a kind of counseling session and then you like go in based on the acupressure points of like where that correlating emotional issue would be stored in the body and you try and manipulate it out through kind of med- like um, massage techniques and but also like pressing and shaking. It's really fascinating. Mm. But you get a, a really big emotional release with it. Um, so yeah, anyway, we're kind of digressing. Where was I? <laughs> well, you and I, um, I shared a link with you from a rapper named Hobson. And just some context on Hobson is this is a guy who started or really became known as a Christian um, type rapper initially. Then he went through this bout of who is God, what is God? And it was this breakout song. And he started to really share very personal um, accounts, very intense, high level of creativity and just personal um, happenings and got really famous and popular so much so that Eminem shouts him out for what he's doing and doing for the craft of that type of shares. But he goes really dark. And so recently Hobson shared a video about what hypnotherapy did for him. And I shared that with you and you were like, spot on, that's what it does. And one of the most interesting things I find out in this video is that he describes it as, it's like I jumped out of myself and like kicked everything else out and came back like, yeah, well, it just broke them apart and put them back together. And if again, if you know his story, it gives a different context of just how open he's been with his audience. Um, so when he says this, this is not entertainment. This is just like, look, this is what this did for me. I don't, that was those dark spaces I once had, those things I once shared, I needed to go through those traumas. Like he, it was so vivid. And so, yeah, just in consideration of that and what you're about to share about what you do, or even if you choose to talk to the person, individual here, it's just like, hypnotherapy is quite intriguing and the more you get to know it the more you're interested in getting to know more about it so it's unlocking yourself something i'm big on is we are like infinite cubes of infinite awarenesses and there's so many ways that we're learning or relearning and remembering the all of what's possible as we approach this light state of existence and beyond that so yeah, hypnotherapy. Yeah. So, yeah, it came back to me while why I was bringing that up. And because I think meditation is so important. It's like mm. maintenance for your mind and self-awareness. Um, and it's free. You can do it anytime. But the problem is, is that 
Um, some people go into it and they do have these traumas and then because they're not given like good ways to get out of cyclical thinking. So our brain's main job is to keep us safe on earth, yeah? So if a situation was really hard or traumatic for you, like bullying, for example, and you've um, like gone in at school and you've been bullied and then you just start getting a phobia, your mind is like, I don't want to go to school, I don't want to go to school, I don't want to go to school. And then like you grow up and then like you start having bullying like experiences at university and then at the workplace like you start waking up every day and your mind is subconsciously going don't put yourself in this scary situation don't do that keep stop 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 so you you like get this build up of pressure you get like all these physical symptoms that you're like where did this come from I'm not quite sure and then like then you get someone with like full-blown anxiety at the age of 35 and they're like, I can't meditate. I have like a really intense job. I can't meditate. Like I can't think about it. And you're like, well, what's going on? And that's where you have to kind of actually be led. So if you say to someone, why don't you go meditate? Like, you know, I'm sure you can sort yourself out. It's actually like saying to someone, go sit in a big pool of your own issues and you don't know how to swim. You don't have a life jacket. You don't have anything. <laughs> and it can be really scary and daunting. Mm. Um, so, like, I meditated for many years, right? I, I went to Vipassana, like, did 10 days of silence. Before that, I'd done, like, a seven-day silence meditation retreat. Um, I meditated a lot and I found myself in a really dark place in Denmark as like a relatively new mom and I I knew the power of the mind I knew I could get out of it but I didn't actually know how and I was like looking into meditation um sorry hypnotherapy I was looking into QHHT hypnotherapy which is like a woman called Dolores Cannon she does like past life regression and I tried that and it was actually terrible um and then the universe like always shows me the way so within six months I had two people in my very close social periphery who had become um, qualified in this type of hypnotherapy that I do now. And I was like, okay, universe, you're telling me something. I need to do this. Mm -hmm. So I tried it and it was like, it's never what you think it's about. And yes, I was homesick because I was living in another country and I didn't have the social network around me. But I was mentally quite strong and I was mindful. I just didn't know how to unlock my own trauma. Um, so that's been like such a key for me. Um, but, yeah, I think meditation is really powerful. I just think sometimes we go into it without being aware that we have the power to change ourselves. And, and this comes back around to the second term that we had applied to this was mindfulness. And when you have or exist in a state of manifestation, the importance is to be mindful of one, your true intention versus your surface desires, because they're not the same. You can make your mouth say anything, but your true intentions are what are manifested. So you add that to what karma needs to happen. And it's like your manifestations are a balance of your intentions and the balance of what must be. So yeah, you're just it's, it's so much mindfulness that 
must be input into that equation and many other things. But it's, yeah. it's, it's really it's really easy to discern for me um, personally how this applies on. Yeah, for sure. Look, I've been like playing with, you know, law of attraction and manifestation for like a long time now. And listening to like Esther Hicks and all of that stuff. Whoa, 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 whoa! How do you how do you play with the law of attraction? What does that mean? I think play is like the key word. Okay, it's give me some more. Give me some more. <laughs> um, okay, so recently, I had a really powerful hypnotherapy session on myself. Um, I don't know if I've spoken to you about it yet. I don't think I, oh yeah, I did. <laughs> we did have a little chat. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and it was on, on personal power. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and okay. So you can like try and manifest, you can try and like consciously manifest like anything. And yes, it requires mental discipline, which is what, the practice of meditation will give to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. However, if at a subconscious level, you are blocked from believing something is accessible to you, you will not get there. Like not. (laughs) Um, It's similar to being hypnotized. Like you may be resistant to it, but if you only do you in believing that it can happen, can you fully access that space where they can guide you? You have to submit to the possibility. You may still be resistant to it happening to you, but as long as you are open, like letting the vampire in, like you had to invite him in. Um, so yeah, that's that's how I feel about what you're saying. It's just, there has to be, even with a mentor or a guide or a teacher, there's this, a, this a surrender to the possibilities of what can come from this. It all goes down to the, a moment, surrendering and fully being in the moment of what's possible. So that empowers um, what's to come. Yeah, I, look, I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. However, when your vibratory field has a blockage in it, no matter how much you try and stay in that present moment, you're always going to get pulled out. And that, therein, therein comes the guide. I'm an issue. Pay attention. <laughs> No. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the chicken or the egg. Yeah, we all want to be in that slow state. We all want to be in that beautiful moment of now. But there's no but to that. It takes discipline and perseverance because I know firsthand. Actually, and I remember when I got to exist in that state extensively, and then I get pause and reflect on it. I wrote this song called "Life's Edge." And yeah, it talks about the 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 oversatiating value of living every moment, knowing that the very next moment affects the very next moment on so many intricate levels, but like moments, many, many moments. It's just like, wow, this second is gonna affect the next second and just you go beyond that. So yeah, quite present. Um, mushrooms also break that um, dimension of time and allow for the full expansion of everything. And it's like, whoa, that's a whole everything. 
no timelines yeah. involved and all of it is accessible as long as you're doing it for that it's the mindfulness of going into that the recreational side of it hey awesome you did shrooms you guys shroomed out Ooh, good for you but the mindfulness of being one clear for that space and knowing what's possible oh my goodness dimensional yeah. access yeah and we've spoken about this before like in our last chat even like you don't need all these external things to get high none of like, them you know this when we spoke about dark therapy none of this do we need none of it however yeah. all of them are options and just to know what the options are is a part of learning what's in this um in this what i call the game i'm only here talking to you because i chose to play this three-dimensional game well i beat the game already i'm just coming back to level up i'm coming back to say okay last time i didn't grab all these upgrades but before I go to the next level, I'm not trying to convince anyone that what I figured out about this thing called life. Nope, no convincing. And like we discussed, um, soul is a good depiction of it, but it's more than just a depiction. I'm actually living like that. And it's a very few people that when I say this, I'm like, yeah, I'm trying this so I can level up. You don't have to follow me, believe me, but you're welcome to see what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I want to kind of like go into a little bit more about like how I see meditation as being beneficial. Like I think having like being able to, fit, for example, like scan your body or pick up on mental patterns that are happening because if you clear your mind, your body will start showing you where there's like stuff happening, yeah? Like do you get that? Where clear you your like mind. Clear your mind is so relative because some people think that their mind is clear. What do you say to that when someone says, Yeah, I have a, I have a very clear mind? Like how do you what does that mean to that individual? And how do you assess that? I think when you close your eyes there's something that happens um where you have non-attachment to thought, yeah? Mm -hmm. Um you start noticing how the thoughts come in, where your attention's going. And if you actually just allow yourself not to go on any of those tangents, just to be focused, for example, on your breath or your body. Athena, Athena, here you are. And with that, that, that key term that you use, this the most powerful word you use in this description. And it's, if, if you allow, it's like, if is the key term to anything that we talk to about people with anything, if you do this, this is possible. The whole thing is the if, if leads to the buts and if leads to the possibilities. But that word in the middle of the seesaw is if. So like, I know you can keep going, but what do you use to discuss or address the if, even describing what you do for people who may be skeptics or just um, discerning about it, what what's the if? Even if you don't, if you do this with me, if 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 you make this leap, how do you address the if? I guess when I say if, it's like so many people say, "Oh yeah, I meditate," and and they listen to some like guided audio by Wayne Dyer, and I'm like, "That's beautiful and great," but are you really getting to know yourself within? Um, and yes, that can be considered meditation because you're in an alpha brainwave state, mm -hmm. but the power is really within you, yeah, and knowing you 
and being with you. And when I say to people I've been in meditation for 10 days straight without looking at someone else in the eye, um, without like having the periphery of like cooking and cleaning, it's like, how do you deal with being with yourself for 10 days? And I was like, how do you not go through life having experienced such a beautiful communion with who you are? And it's the if is about the desire. Do you or don't you? Do you mm-hmm. want to upgrade your life or do you just want to be a lemming? <laughs> the big That's if. Yeah. That's the it's big if. Do you own your power? Do you own your possibilities? Do you? And so much of it comes, comes down to self-discipline. We have a society set up to create so many distractions because they know if you connect with yourself, they're going to have a problem on their hands because people are powerful. People who are connected to themselves are powerful. People who are free of trauma are powerful. They can create realities beyond anything that we can think of individually. Let me come back and expound upon this trauma. I think that accessing and um, taking the card that is your trauma and putting it in the deck that is you after you've come back and grabbed it, I think traumas empower you. So it's not being free of them. It is actually like, I left cards that, okay, I need to go back and get this card. It's like, huh, okay. And it's just, you're about to get the whole deck. Um, So yeah, free of traumas. um, No, like face your traumas and pocket them. (laughs) Pocket your traumas. So when I lead people through like hypnosis, yeah, um, especially to get rid of, and when I say trauma, it doesn't actually have to be like we have a medical definition of what a trauma is, like a rape or a, you yeah, know, a no, no, no. Or, you know, a trauma can be anything where your subconscious went, the world is not safe. I'm going to figure out a strategy to avoid it. Yeah. Does that make sense? And see, I w- to give it even um, a more vastness, I would I would remove not safe and say unknown. At this, there's this unknown that I'm not ready to calculate, address, or whatever happened because traumas are, I think, anything impactful that wasn't processed, good, bad. However, it was just impactful, um, and that card was left. So yeah. Something right now. And this is not to do, this is like digressing a little bit. We are in an age where, and I like the the professional community I work with, they don't want to go here because it's like considered not science and woo-woo and whatever. Uh But we are getting to a stage collectively where people are clearing this life trauma so deeply that past life regression is just happening so much more. We are now not only collecting the trauma we've accumulated in this life, like we're we're getting that power back. People are going back centuries now, and that is the cool thing, like really cool. So I was just to give you how how vivid um, this is for me is that just a few days ago I was talking to um, someone 
And she came in and it was, uh, I was talking to someone else and she was like, Christiana, do, where, how long have you been here? And I'm like, where? And she was like, well, I had this regression and you were in it, but I'm like, I didn't know you then. And so I'm trying to see how long have you been around or did I go further? And then later it came out that it wasn't even you in your form. You were in a different form. But when you looked at me, I knew that was you. So it was just like, it's so much happening right now. But the way you described it, that's cool because not only are you making it in now with the portal of possibilities open, you're going further than even your limitation of, it's just, whoa, what just happened? And I align that with the dreams and just things. Things are, things are going in different directions now. It's the same happenings, but with different parameters, different limitations or less limitations, but it's, it's, it's beautiful to hear. And it becomes ever more vast of what's possible as I'm starting to see it expand. Um, today alone, um, there were two conversations within the past 24 hours that me and my homie Kevin were having. One minute I'm talking to him about a subject and while we're talking about it, I get a text from someone that you just wouldn't think that they would be talking about this exact thing verbatim. But he says, well, Cristiano, I wanted to tell you this. Um, when we were talking about this individual who we don't talk about, he started to text me while we're talking. And we're just like, wait, what? It was just like, and but this has been happening with him and I in an increasingly rate where it's like we're spinning towards something. So yes, there is so much going on. And just- People are so connected. We're clearing like all this shit that's been going on like in the ether and things are like speeding up. The quantum field mm-hmm. is just so quick and beautiful and ripe right for everything that you want yeah the power of manifestations are magnificent right now so thinking of possibilities lately and i have to say like i'm just getting i haven't like put anything on my the only thing i put on my facebook the other day was like your thing i haven't like posted for months and it's just it just takes like saying that one thing to the right person at the right time. And then it's like, I've just been inundated a lot lately. Like, and it's just how it's working. Like the quantum field is on fire. But I know. Expanding. It's expanding. It's like. And it's always been there. It's our access to it. It's like the the cable just went. Yeah. Unlimited unblock myself in some really deep ways and I know now it's like okay like the fire hose is on again like let's go yeah it feels like 2012 again doesn't it (laughs) explosive only there's more maturity connectivity um clarity um more trauma cleansings and access it's just like there was something going on in 2011, 2012 energetically, and it was more than just as guessing the Mayan calendar. There was something happening. However, seeing it now, seven years later, as it completed, what began and just alignments that are beyond coincidental and like happenings that are beyond coincidental that 
you kind of don't want to say because you you'll think you're crazy, but then you see people going crazy because they haven't processed what was possible and now saying it is making them crazy fighting it or the fact that when you go into these other dimensions with these plant medicines you are actually there's more stuff happening so when you settle in something else is possible to come in with that that you've never experienced before but there is so much going on add that with the disruption of radioactive frequencies um and just purposeful manipulation and activation through media decades in advance. It's just, this is, this is, this is so multi-tiered and multi-level of what's happening, what's coming, the merger of now, the removal of time, the explosion of intention. It's just, ah. I read this morning, a girlfriend posted on her page and it was so apt and I was like, yeah, we're having a party. Um, We are in February experiencing an astrological alignment which has not happened since the plague in the middle dark ages and the Renaissance. This constellation of stars, planets, Mm-hmm. Aquarius has not happened since the Renaissance. So I'm just like, I get, yeah, I'm all goosebumpy and nice. <laughs> I'm like yeah. so excited because humanity is just limitless and the intention is there. And it's like, yeah, bring it on. There's this statement that has been repeated often throughout history. However, I think there's an added part to it now as we take in this moment. And it it's the statement of the more you know, the more you realize you don't know. And so what I would add to that now is the more you know, the more you realize you don't know. And right now you're falling into the knowing. And it's like, okay, so wait, I'm knowing more which means I'm not knowing even more, but I'm knowing a bit more of how vast the not knowing is. And it's just like, (laughs) so yeah, um, just how my brain looks at that loop of, whoa. I I love that. I also think the cool thing is like, if you do look at that law of attraction, like if you put your intention out for like, I want this or something better, like, what is that or something better? You know, like, what does yeah. that look like? Like, how nuts and wild is that to just think, like, whoa, how much better can it get? Like, I don't know. It's how like, much better can it get? So, yeah. look, I'm going to... I'm going to end this first conversation off on how much better can it get because we covered... Um, Meditation, um, mindfulness, um, intention, trauma, many things that literally walk through levels that all lead to you, to us, Um, but you lead to us. That's why it's kind of important to focus on yourself, even when it may seem selfish. And my homie would often say is, um, I became selfish to become selfless after discussions we would have because that's how I would explain it differently. But I'm like, yeah, I like it like that because it's that simple. Like I'm actually 
becoming so selfless that once you see what I did or was doing, you you get where I am now and why I'm so comfortable with all that is because I understand that we have to get here um, and we all get there. All the waves don't hit the shore at the same time, but they're coming, they're coming. Yeah. And it's these waves are coming in of awareness and we see it, we see it sweeping over the world, but it's disruptive. Just as a wave is, is as beautiful as it can be disturbing, disruptive of the soil, the sand, the land, but it's there, it's a part of this process. And so, yeah, there's a lot of disruption with waking awareness is to first the, the the visuals that you see through your senses, but then these things that go beyond your senses, they hit your instincts, they hit your 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 higher self and inner voice. And it's like, okay, what I'm hearing inside isn't necessarily aligning comfortably with what I'm seeing. And so it's just this expansion of conflict and consideration that is exploding. So yes, and before I continue and get too long on things to come, my name is Cristiano Can. Um, this is Athena, and um, there's more to come. Talk about like boundaries and how selfishness is like so important. I love that topic. I'm in. I'm in. Um, to be continued.